I heard this thing yesterday from um, the wise Jay Balvin, my reggaeton singer, <laughs> an interview. <laughs> and he said, we're a result of our past. We're a result of our past experiences. Mm -hmm. So you are here in this car with me behind this truck full of your stuff with Jake driving it because you have planted so many seeds of love oh, and this is time to harvest it. Yes. Welcome to Staples or Potatoes, a podcast where two best friends face business and life with spiritual lessons. This is Luz. And this is Toki. Welcome. This is episode 10. And if you, if it sounds different, it's because we're in a car. We are recording this on the road. We are going to San Francisco. That's right. If you follow the podcast, you know that I'm moving to San Francisco and I'm actually moving to San Francisco right now. Yes. <laughs> so we thought it would be a great thing to record this episode as our on the on, as the journey episode. This is the journey episode. And I think it's also I realized it's episode 10 which I think is super symbolic of uh, the completion number of coming full circle, new decade. Yeah. Uh, so every 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 10 numbers every 10 years so it's a good milestone that is our 10th episode it's like the end of season one of staples or potato that's right this yeah. is we're gonna we're gonna have a cliffhanger for you because we're gonna make it to san francisco but then you're not gonna know what happens until the second season <laughs> so just to give you a visual we are in a minivan that we i rented so we can put smitty toki's dog in a comfortable space Yes, she has a dog suite on the back of the minivan. Yeah, we also have some fragile stuff in the car. And then in front of us is a U-Haul filled with Toki stuff. Yes, and our buddy Jake is driving the U-Haul. Uh, uh, ah! <laughs> and we almost just crashed right now. No, that was no, my... <laughs> we're good, we're good. <laughs> this will be the first episode live where somebody dies. No, but no, let's not do that. Um, well, yeah. So, how are you feeling, Toki? The day so, is here. So, okay. So, right now, I'm doing really good. I, I This is going better than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. You know, it's life. We're all human. So, I had all these visions of terror in my mind. I don't know why. But, like, I was telling Luz that last night, I was literally trying to fall asleep. And I had chest pain. And I'm, like, I'm like having a heart attack. Should I go to the ER right now? Or is this just super normal about what's about to happen? So I should just surrender to the experience and let it go through me. So last night was a little bit rough. But this morning, once Luz and Jake got there and we packed the U-Haul. And now that we're on the road already, it feels like I'm getting closer to the, the goal. So everything's going good right now. Good. Yes. I think it was really, really an honor to be able to be there on your last day at that place because so many things happen at that place yes it, it's such a that last place that i lived in so for people that don't know me so i lived in the same building for five years but the last the first four i lived in one apartment 
and there was something off i really needed again me with the needing the new energy which is all this move is about so the last year that i live in that complex i switched to another apartment which was bigger and, and different layout different floor different view and so but that's where Luz and i really got close to each other also because that's where she would come in and we would work together once a week and but that's, it, that place held so much of our creativity because we did so many photo shoots there. Uh, we came up with so many great ideas. It was a great temple for creativity. A lot of catalogs were born there. A lot of catalogs place. were born there. Oh, the holiday one. Oh. Yes, they, they made it Mayhem holiday catalog. If, if you if you know what we're talking about, you can actually see the entire catalog at Luz's Instagram. Yeah. That is at kasupo.co. You can see the entire, if you scroll down, you can see the entire holiday catalog. Yeah. So that place has so many memories for us that it was great to have Luz there to give it closure. Uh, it was great not to have to do this on my own also, yeah. um, to have uh, two of my best friends there to support me through the journey. To It, it was just a great closure moment this morning to, to leave that place. That's good. Um. Yeah, I I think it was, it's good. You also did a great job packing everything on time. So you know, the, that's one of the reasons I really wanted to record an episode. I didn't want to forget this. I and I wanted to. I don't know if it will be useful for other people to hear this, but this I started packing because I knew I was moving and I knew you guys were going to help me. And I knew it was not like when you move down the street that I was like, okay, leave the TV. We'll come to get it later. Like you really need to pack every single thing you own. And you need to make it easy so that everything fits on the truck, but that also if people, if you're bothered, taking people's time to come help you, um, you want them to, to make it as smooth as possible. Not, hey guys, give me five minutes, I need to pack my closet, and three hours later, you know. Uh, so I made a big effort to pack everything um, as best as I could. I think I did a great job, but because of that, I've been super sensitive and emotional these past days of packing and decluttering because I wasn't prepared for the energetic shift that was going to happen in me to touch every single thing I own. It's not that I, 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 because I was trying to declutter and reorganize and pack, I touched every single thing I own and I saw so many memories so many things from when I went to photography school when I went to music school when stuff that belongs to my mom like I own when the people that know don't know this my mom passed away three years ago and I moved with my mom here to the United States in 2000 so that was literally 20 years ago and I had like my mom's like bank statements you know wow. I had like so many things that I know my mom is not in a piece of paper, so I needed to let go of bank statements. You know what I'm saying? But it has been so emotional to touch everything you own and at the same time let go of so many things and this decluttering things. So many things that you have to be honest with yourself that they still be useful. Yeah. Am I going to use them again? No. Can somebody else be more of a benefit? Yes. And, but you know what? I was a mess because of that particular concept last night and that's something that I had to talk myself through last night so amongst my decluttering I donated a bunch of things to different charities I have a friend who works with uh, a charity for for patients that have HIV and he works for charities that support dogs uh, I donated a bunch of things to Salvation Army so I, I spread it around 
my donations. But once I did all my donations, I still had a lot of stuff that I needed to get rid of that I couldn't bring with me. And I had a kind of like, I was having horrible feelings of guilt of trashing things, putting things in the trash huh. that, first of all, some things that were just paper, like postcards that I never used, catalogs that I never used, and I felt oh, yeah. bad about that ways. But I also, stuff that somebody else could have used. You know what I'm saying? And I, first of all, I didn't, I, I lived in a fancy building where I didn't want to create this thing like, free for everybody, just grab. Like, I wanted to sort of put it in, in front of the trash so if somebody passes it and it's useful for them, they might grab it. But there was other stuff that you, anybody might have deemed as useful that I had to literally throw in the trash. And at first, I was feeling super guilty amongst all the other feelings that I'm having about this move. Like, that wasn't helpful. But I realized that how much of a... I was plugged into the tribal thought that is such a tribal thought that we have that to not waste. Yeah. That wasting is not good. Yeah. That And that made me realize that it's one of the earliest tribal thoughts that we have. That from the very, when you're a little kid, your parents tell you, don't waste that food. Don't throw it out. You yeah. know how many people throw that food. It's one of the earliest tribal thoughts that is programmed into our brains. Mm-hmm. And I've never thought of that. And yeah. so to face that with, for, to help me release the guilt that I was feeling of putting some things in the trash that have might be useful to people, but I had no other choice but to put on the, in the trash. Yeah. I, that, that I, I questioned where is this coming from? And I realized we all have that tribal belief about, about wasting things. And after all, it's just a tribal thought. And if you really go deep into the energy of it, you also realize that letting go of things is nothing more than energy letting go of energy. That's yeah. it. Mm. So I think that when you see it in energetic terms, you're not being judged. And energy can't judge you and it's not judging you by, you know, disposing of a catalog from seven years ago that you can't show anymore. Or some chain that nobody's going to use. That some some people are like I can make a necklace, but some people are going like, why are you give me a random piece of chain? Like, doesn't have a clasp. It's not a necklace. Like, it's ugly. Like, it's old. It's tarnished. You know. Um, so I really wanted to switch my tribal perspective of it's just energy releasing energy. I think it's also good that you did your best at making everything that you could be repurposed for somebody else. Yes. But there's only so much you can. Exactly. And yeah. also, let's say like old catalogs. We, I have, I know there is a box of old catalogs somewhere in my house mm-hmm. that I am attached to it because I feel bad. Like, oh, but this is so much, like, this is paper that maybe I can use somehow. But it's really just a container for energy that's stagnant in there. Yes. That you need to. Move oh on. my God! I love that phrase. It's a container for stagnant energy. Yeah. I want. I want everybody listening to make an inventory of the containers of stagnant energy that you have in your house you have to let it flow and let it go to be able to let more in yes you know so it's good that you did this the whole thing about touching every object that you own to make sure it's packed with purpose is amazing yes now I have a a question okay Uh, move in for people like us that have moved from one country to another is so different like we are 
we're somehow nomadic because we already were always able to like okay I already moved and did a huge move from one country to another it seems that it's like not a big deal in terms of like the uh, mental thought of like moving far away or even moving from a place to place when I moved I moved in 2001 mm -hmm. from, the, from Venezuela to the US I moved alone with two suitcases for college okay and then from there I moved along to many places actually I packed my car multiple times mm -hmm. um and we have been here for a long time now. I want to, t can you tell me about like the difference between moving from Mexico to here and now this kind of move? It's so different. It's so different. And because just like you're saying, when I moved into Mexico, I had two suitcases and um, the, it's interesting for me to, uh, realize the amount of stuff that I've amassed and the, it also it's not, even though I felt so overwhelmed by this stuff you know me, you've seen my place you saw us packing the truck I would say 80% of this stuff is business stuff yeah. that I didn't have before, I didn't move here for a business so, and, and maybe the, the guys that were helping us pack the U-Haul were like, wow, this guy has a lot of stuff well, I have three businesses so yeah. you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of stuff for those three businesses and so it's also, in, in one aspect, it's interesting to see all the stuff that you have for your business and you sort of want to give it new life. There was a bunch of, uh, I donated a bunch of uh, jewelry surprise to this charity that, uh, it's, a, it's a charity that makes jewelry and sells it. But there was other stuff that when I was separating all this stuff, that I was like, oh, I can give this new life. I can. I forgot about this pendants. I forgot about these chains. Mm -hmm. I, I can do this. I can repurpose it. You know, I, it was it was it brought me creativity. So that that was something new. Um, what about the idea? Okay, so I was feeling this morning like uh, Jake and me and the people helping the movers. Like it felt like it was like a really beautiful moment of like support and love like there was a, a lot of I had this feeling of like this is an act of unconditional love like yes even though we are sad to see you go we're yes. still so happy for you that we're like putting your things in the truck voluntarily yes against our will but we're doing it with love <laughs> um, like so okay, so I know I know where you're going, and I was answering in the in the more material way, and uh -huh. now let me answer. I was gonna get to the spiritual way of how it's different, and one of those things that I honestly, maybe that's why I started my answer with the material way because I'm not ready to process the spiritual way of the difference of moving from Mexico here 20 years ago than now. So a little background about me: in 2000, when I moved here. I didn't go to college right away, so all my friends in Mexico went to college. So I didn't really have close friends when I moved, so I didn't have that um, moment of goodbye, of those don't leave us, of those sadness of people. I didn't have that. So it's interesting that it took me 42 years to have that moment of feeling, oh wow, like this decision that I made impacts other people and I am loved. I've never felt that before, honestly. Like, like, and it's only when, when 
it's something about all humans when somebody dies when somebody goes they're like oh if i had only you know if i had shown more love if i had enjoyed it more if we would have gone out more it's 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 a characteristic of all of humans to have that you know i should have um but i you know like even people that have been texting me today saying like i know you're on the road sending you all the good vibes and all those things that has never happened to me before so i uh, to be honest with you i'm still it's not that i'm processing it i'm not processing yet because i don't know how to process it if that, you know what i'm saying like yeah, like yeah is it difficult i'm asking because i really i haven't done a move like yours where people will be impacted by me departing like mm -hmm. when i left new york to come here i didn't have like established relationships in new york city so nobody yeah. really knew that i was woman except for uh -huh. the people that i worked with But um, I guess, do you have a hard time acknowledging or feeling worthy of the love you're getting? Like, yes. you feel like, no, this is not. Like, so it's hard to believe. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to believe. And sometimes, like, 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 I'm like, are people just saying it? Because it's okay. So when also when I left Mexico, um, as I, again, I had one friend and a couple acquaintances and mostly were my mom's friends my mom also moved here at the same time so everybody tells you like oh we're going to come visit we're going to come visit everything's going to be the same it's going to be so awesome and then nobody shows up nobody cares and three emails later everybody forgets about you so in my, in my previous experience what I was plugged in was that was that oh people are just saying it you know but even though I'm just moving right now one of my friends that high over said goodbye yesterday called me and said like, I have to see you one more time you know so that was new to me it was that like it's interesting how we our lack of love or the different in how we receive love when that love comes to you it's not that you can immediately process it or that you immediately believe it because you're just not used to it yeah. it's like a brand new thing so yeah. I'm having so many on the material side of packing and having some experiences but also on the spiritual side of, of like unplugging from people You know what I'm saying? It's also a, a such a shift in me that I don't know what it's just moving all these things in me, and I, I still don't know what to do with it. I think it's because the shift the the shift that you're doing is a big one. Like if you were moving from Marina del Rey to Hollywood, nobody you wouldn't be getting this, and you wouldn't be getting this energy of like so much love. Yes. But the shift is so big that in return it gives you a big shift of love. Yes, I, I everybody that has heard us have knows that I'm moving because I have a calling. I don't know what the calling is, but I, the universe told me told me to just go there, and because I'm so excited to fulfill that, to say, "Hey, I'm here. I listened." To I, I'm sort of too excited and distracted by that to be plugged into all the other stuff that like you're mentioning you know what I'm saying yeah. that it's such a big important part of the move that to me I'm like I'm so focused on that you know what I'm saying yeah. that, that all the other things and and so but the feelings come and when they come like I was feeling them last night where I'm like where I, where I come down from the cloud of the calling of the universe you know and I'm in reality with the things and my friends and the emotions that it just hits me yeah. and I realize then how big it is 
because to me it doesn't feel big it's other people that let me know how big it is and there's people that there's people that have congratulated me for saying like I'm, I'm I I'm I, you wow you have the balls to do it like that's so brave that's so massive that's so life-changing and I still don't see it that way because if the universe calls you better show up so because I'm showing up for the universe I feel like it's such an easy thing to do and I don't I, I'm not fully plugging yet to how massive it is yeah and but I think like these emotions that you're not processing yet are the are gonna hit me <laughs> there are the consequences of making big decisions like the big hell yeses are coming after you like you remember how we're talking about like the universe gives you enough uh, opportunities to make sure you know what you want yes by making sure you're saying hell no's when you need to and when you say your hell yeses are going to be so explosive yes so I feel like this is a decision that will also give you consequences of like a lot of new emotions and this is part of the calling you know yes so take it in because people love you oh, because thank you're you. an amazing human I feel like all I heard this thing yesterday from uh, the wise Jay Balvin my reggaeton singer <laughs> an interview <laughs> and he said we're a result of our past we're a result of our past experiences mm -hmm. so you are here in this car with me behind this truck full of your stuff with Jake driving it because you have planted so many seeds of love oh, and this is time to harvest it yes so this is not a coincidence how my question is then how when we are so overwhelmed by other emotions like I am right now how can we make sure that these moments that you're pointing to me right now don't go unnoticed because it seems to me like we all are craving for these moments of love yeah. and then we get them and we're so overwhelmed by the noise of the world and then we don't see them I feel like you just have to process it like you're avoiding it because it's like emotional But honestly, I don't think I'm avoiding it. I, I think we are only, we can only process so much, like yeah. we're only human. So like all my circuits are, are processing other things. Yeah. And it's just difficult to understand, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want it to be, not notice it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To not savor it, to not take it with me, to not appreciate it. I, and I do, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I don't want to make, I want to make sure I don't miss it. I know, and I don't want you to miss it either because these are very unique, special moments in life. Be because, for example, like I just had like a moment that might seem so insignificant to everybody, but my entire life is in that truck, all my businesses and everything. And two, we hired two strangers to pack the U-Haul truck, so they were packing it. And I was helping with the moving and taking to the truck, and Jake was there, and Luz was there. And at one point, I... Oh, wow, look at that car. We're, we're oh, recording live, people, by the way. So we just saw a car turn over on yeah. the highway. Uh, sorry to interrupt. But so at one point that most of the stuff was already literally in the parking lot of the building. And as they're loading the truck, I had this moment of I need to sweep the floor of the apartment so that it looks nice and I get my deposit back. And for me, sweeping and cleaning is such a spiritual experience. <laughs> the people I don't understand really like sweeping the floor or vacuuming it, it, for me is like spirit I have quite the experience for you in my uh, house you can come and have a spiritual moment anytime you want so 
I had this moment of gratitude because I knew Jake and Luz were taking care of myself. I knew you guys were on top of the the U-Haul loading. I knew it was getting done. I I felt loved by that simple act of not having to worry while I was having my spiritual while I was going to church on my sweeping. I knew you guys were taking care of the U-Haul, so I was like. I felt loved at that moment. That was I didn't. I'm just telling you this right now, but I, I knew you got it, and it's amazing to have people that got it, that have your back. That's why I love you so much. I know. I know when I need it. I know you got me too. Yeah. And I wouldn't like. I trust you blindly. Yeah. And when I was in that truck, like when you were there, yeah. I could feel. This is so weird that you're <laughs> saying this. I could feel you're having a moment in there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna stay here and take care of this, help these guys out, because he needs his moment. I don't know what he, I didn't know what you were doing. I, I so at first just. At first, Jake saw my room and my sweeper, and he said, "Like, are you going to sweep?" I, I, he said, "Like, are you leaving the room and the sweeper there because you're going to sweep when we're done?" And I was like, "No, because they're going to still charge me the cleaning fee." But I knew I had left them outside for a reason, and once everything's cleared out, and I was like, "Well, the, the floor is kind of dirty. I, I'm going to clean it so that when they come do the inspection, I still get my full deposit back." But that was just my excuse like I really needed like a physical thing I needed to get a little sweat and I needed to do the, the mechanical thing of like up, down up, down up, down so sweeping really brought me to present time it, it allowed me to have a moment to breathe to process and I knew you guys were taking care of the stuff outside and it was interesting to notice that nobody came back to the apartment for like those 20 minutes that I was sweeping yeah. the floor um so I, I, of course, it doesn't surprise me that you sensed that I was having a moment because I was having a moment uh, as a, I was sleeping. I felt, I felt, the, I know it was just packing. And we're just, it was movers putting things in the car. Like the physical world was doing that motion, but there was a lot of energy in there that I yes. was feeling it. That I was like, ooh, I feel love and I feel like we're all respecting our moments because yes. we're all having our moments in yes. there and, and our and, space uh, and so our listeners can know this the universe also blessed us with amazing helpers we hired helpers from Yuho when you rent a Yuho truck you can also uh, contract through Yuho uh, movers that'll come help you load the truck uh-huh. and um so we also were blessed with amazing energy from the yeah. from the guys that were helping us load the truck it was interesting because one of them was late but I'm like I'm not gonna worry. I, I, everything is perfect, so I'm not gonna worry. So the guy shows up later, thirty minutes late, and this guy, his gift is like Tetris. He he can pack so that truck like he's a number one Tetris player. And as soon as I witnessed that he had already loaded like twenty five boxes and he was still on the very back of the truck, um, used to, with so much space left, I'm like. I can unplug from this because he has it. I can trust him to do this job because he's much better at this job. We've had this conversation before. So I'm just going to surrender it and let him take over. Jake and I were talking about how there's a part of the truck that he put a bunch of shelves. And I was like, oh, he didn't put enough things on the shelf. And it was kind of like slightly stressing me out. But I was like, you know what? He's got this. Let him do his thing. Yeah. And at the end, we were like tight in space. So we could have done better. But... It's fine. Just let it go. But like, everything fit. Everything fit. There's nothing that didn't fit. So everything worked. You just have to let the universe... When the universe is taking you someplace, let the universe be driving the truck. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I hope Jake is also driving it. <laughs> so just... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it was a smooth move, yes. I would say. Yes. Uh, we're going to get to San Francisco in maybe four hours. And we, well, we, might, we, might, we might record another episode in there. This has been a pretty long episode already. Yeah. So we just wanted to do a... I was going to say a quick episode, but it wasn't quick. Uh, but we just wanted to do an episode to, for you to hear the emotions live, not to, and please excuse the, the sound of the, of the car, but it was better than to do it later because this is live. This is what I'm feeling right now. We're on the road and it, it was better this way. I think this is going to be a good time capsule for you too. Like yes. We need to listen to yes, this Yes. Right yeah. That, like, that is super awesome to have something recorded of how I was feeling yeah. at that moment. Um, it's pretty awesome. We might do another episode as we get closer to San Francisco. Yes. Um, we need to talk about and we need to talk about the uh, winsome LA experience that we had. Oh yes. Okay. So we did this like semi goodbye moment between Luz and I. We went to this amazing uh, event in LA. So that's what's going to be our topic for episode eleven. Yes. Uh, and it's perfect also the 